Welcome, 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 welcome back to the Remarkable Orator Podcast. My name is Anika Apple and I am your host. I am so excited that you would join me for this conversation called Mothering the Nation. This is actually an introduction for a series that will go on um, throughout the year where we talk about what it will take to help rebuild the nation. It's interesting that this time is marked with such a disheveled spirit in the world. There is so much unrest and separation, angst, anger, frustration, disenchantment, disenfranchisement, struggle. It's just been a time where there's so much dissension. And when I think about the things that have to happen in order for us to get back, no, let me strike that, in order for us to shift the world into a place where we all live and thrive, that honors humanity, that honors source, that honors the kingdom, that honors the intent for all. There's lots of work to do and it requires dismantling. It requires destruction. And when I speak of destruction, it is not in the um, way that you might imagine. No, it is truly destruction, dismantling, taking apart the systems the processes, the ideologies that have kept us separate, that have created a class system of people that allow people to live in what most would consider substandard situations, yet they do nothing about them or little about them. It requires us taking a look at the waste that we create every single day, each month and each year, and starting to shift our minds around it. It requires us to think more broadly than just within ourselves. It requires us to get out of our own way, to recognize that each of us are a part of humanity. It's not just about what's in it for Anika, what's in it for you, what's in it for your lineage to come. No, it's about protecting all of humanity. It's about protecting the world. It's about mothering the nation. And so when I think about mothering the nation, this is not about a celebration of moms, although we are amazing. We deserve to be celebrated and recognized. But really, this is about what it will take to mother a nature. Let let a nation, let's let's start specifically the definition of mother. Miriam Webster says mother is a female parent, a woman in authority, 
And I love this specifically, the superior of a woman, of a religious community of women, or an old or elderly woman, but those are considered to be mothers. And let's take that a step further to what it means to mother or to be mothering. Mothering is to the activity of bringing up a child as a mother or relating to or characteristic of a mother, especially in being caring, protective, and kind. And then it goes on to talk about the natural instincts of mothering or your maternal instinct. But what do mothers do? This piece about being a caretaker lends itself to the word nurturing. And nurturing is to care for or encourage growth or development of, and that comes from the Oxford Languages Dictionary. It also means help or encourage the development of. And when you think about the nation, I can see the connection here of help or encourage the development of or care for and encourage the growth or, develop, or development of the nation. The last one is to cherish a hope, belief, or ambition. And certainly I can insert the nation there. To cherish the nation, mothering the nation, cherishing it enough that your hopes, beliefs, and ambition for what it can be, your vision of what the future of the nature can be, to nurture that to fruition and to nurture it, to be its caretaker, to ensure that there is an ambition for it, that there is belief for what it can become. It requires the act of nurturing or mothering, hence mothering the nation. So what is required for us to mother the nation? To start one thing I would say, and if your mom's anything like mine, there is this piece about being rooted in the truth. The truth of what is, the truth of what isn't, and the truth of what can be. You see, my mom was one who absolutely, clearly would tell me the truth, demanded and expected the truth. She called things for what they were. She calls them for what they are now. Oh, and she's almost always right. I would say 99.9% .9 of the time. And likely you think that way about your mother or mothers in your life. People who've nurtured you, care for you, have belief in you, ambitions for you. They tend to be right.
because they're close enough to care and love and nurture, but at the same time, they're outside of you. So they can see really clearly. And if you think about what's happening in the nation, our responsibility at this point is to see things really clearly and to ask for the truth. What is the truth that you see, that you know exists in the nation today? What is that truth? Because what I would submit to you is that truth right now says that we are broken. The truth says that we are hurting. We are bleeding. You think about all of the conversation about blue lives versus Black Lives Matter. Since when did we focus on the color in front of the term to a point where we forget that it is life that is precious? There was no intent when Black Lives Matter became a movement for it to mean that it was placing Black lives in front of others. It was a simple ask for the same consideration and value of life as what is given to others. That's where it came from. And I would submit to you that if all life was truly equal, we wouldn't require a call to action around any group of color. Yet over the last 12 months, we have seen significant raises in hate crimes. We have experienced public lynchings. We have seen people detained restrained with excessive force and killed. We are broken. We've arrested people for peaceful gatherings, yet allowed people to attack a symbol of freedom in our nation's capital, how can we say that we're not broken? I know that sitting there on January 6th, watching that happen, I was in pain, angry, in tears, confused, you name the emotion, I had the full range of them because we are broken. How can someone who says they believe in freedom and they want to uphold what we stand for as the United States of America, then go and attack our own capital? And how is this happening? That there's law enforcement standing by. But yet, when our neighbors were peacefully protesting about the public lynching of George Floyd, one of many examples of peaceful protests that happened during 2020, people were arrested and tear gassed and pepper sprayed and beaten They were attacked by the very people sworn to protect them. And hear me clearly. 
I respect authority. I love human beings. Police are human beings. I love people. All who belong to source, all who belong to God's kingdom. So for me, there's not a characterization of police that therefore equates to bad. But let me tell you that anyone who sits in abuse of power, there's a reckoning for them. It's not with me. But it's difficult to watch. It's painful to see. We are broken. When COVID hit, we looked at how the healthcare system was so inadequate for us. Comparatively, you look across the world at other countries that were able to very quickly get things under control. They had systems, immediate lockdown, the expectation of you going out past curfew or when there was a true quarantine and being arrested, that putting people's lives in danger, that is why people were being arrested. But yet here, depending on the state you live in, and sometimes <laughs> the county or the city, you've got a variation of what's acceptable. And we watch death tolls rise and rise and rise. And even though we were much further behind the initial cases diagnosed in the world, we very quickly assumed the top spot for cases and then death. And as the death toll continued to rise, where were we impacted most? In the inner cities, where, who lives there? People of color who have no, no adequate health care, who live in conditions where there's so many people under one roof, who live in conditions where there are so many people in one block, that to be socially distant is near impossible. There are so many dynamics within the healthcare system that just exacerbated the ability for people to have care. And as a result, they died in the richest nation in the world. We are broken. And here we sit in 2021. And we still have to have the conversation that our mothers before us generations ago started about equality for women. We still have to fight for equal pay, call to action for equity. There still are industries and businesses where we're not quite as welcome as our male counterparts are. And there still are significant beliefs about what we have the capability to do. 
We are broken. We are broken. The beginning of Mothering a Nation is us stopping to say we are broken, recognizing that there is no Band-Aid big enough to cover this wound. This requires surgery. This is not calling a contractor and asking them to board up a couple of loose boards and put up some new drywall. No, this is a foundation that is shot. It needs to be rebuilt from the ground up. You need to level it and start with a new foundation with the best materials that you can find with a plan that is inclusive of all of the things that you need, all of the materials required in order to build a home, a building that can withstand whatever may come at it. That is what we have to do. That kind of a building brings the best of everyone who lives in a community together. Recognizing that everyone has a place, that everyone has purpose, that there are opportunities and gifts that they can bring forward that will help the entire nation to thrive. Not just some, not just the top 1%, not just big business. There is so much work to be done. And it is time for us to start the intensive dialogues about what it looks like for us to shift the nation. We have to nurture this nation. We have to bring the belief forward in this nation. We have to have ambitions for this nation, the ambitions that this nation becomes a place where all of humanity can thrive together, where everyone is respected, where their lives matter, where we look to bring the best of one another forward. And for those who don't believe that there is so much evidence around them of why it is critical and expected that they begin to not believe, they begin to believe because there is no other choice, because they're seeing it, they're living it, they're experiencing it. That is what we have to do to mother the nation. Over the next several months, I will be bringing together groups to talk about how we begin our journey to rebuild. The starting point, as I said, is for us to have the reflection, to be honest with ourselves, to recognize that we truly are broken. And to begin to think about how your purpose, how your specific, unique, divine purpose connects with the work of the whole. What is it that you are purposed to do that will allow you to bring forth something that will help us to mother the nation? What is it that you have that will allow you to make a difference? How can you utilize your vision to help 
improve the conditions that we experience in this country. That is what you should begin to think about. Second, I would encourage you to start, the old, you start your own dialogue within your families. What is it that you feel called to do as a family? Because if you start the conversation there, you start to recognize what biases exist. You start to recognize what opportunities in your community exist. You start to have conversations about the skills and ability that you have and figure out the way that you can use those things to bring forward change. I encourage you to join me again as I bring the roundtables together to start engaging in the conversation about what's next. But today I ask of you to spend some time really looking at yourself, really thinking about the events of the last several years, highlighting the things you've seen in the last 12 to 18 months, and then working to ensure that you can be a part of the change that is required for us in this nation. My name is Anika Apple, and I am the host of the Remarkable Orator podcast. This is the introduction to the series on mothering the nation. I look forward to being with you again soon. Peace and blessings.